0: For Ale.com, I'm Ben Flanagan. This is Outbreak Alabama, stories from a pandemic.
1: Despite all our best efforts that we're seeing, increased cases every day are still occurring, and we are almost to the point where our hospitalized ICU is overwhelmed. Folks, the numbers just do not
2: lie.
0: Alabama Governor Kay Ivey has issued a statewide mask order. The order states a face covering must be worn in public when in close contact with other people. Specifically, it stipulates that Alabamians must wear a mask within six feet of a person from another household, in an indoor space open to the public, in a vehicle operated by a transportation service like Uber, or at an outdoor public space where 10 or more people are gathered. It carries a penalty of $500 or jail time, but Governor Ivey said the focus will be on education as opposed to punishment.
1: You shouldn't have to be ordered to do what is in your own best interest and in the best interest of those you know and love. Well, folks, I still believe this is going to be a difficult order to enforce. And I always prefer a personal responsibility over a government mandate. And yet I also know, with all my heart, that the numbers and the data over the past few weeks are definitely trending in the wrong direction.
0: The order goes into effect today, July 16th at 5 p.m. and will remain in effect until at least July 31st. And as Alabama has seen a sharp increase in the number of coronavirus cases and hospitalizations, the order supersedes any local regulations. There are exceptions to the order, including children ages 6 or younger, people with certain medical conditions or disabilities, eating and drinking, and medical and dental procedures. It also excludes exercise, voting, and religious worship, though wearing a mask for those is, quote, strongly encouraged by the governor's office.
1: So once again, I'm calling on everyone, everyone in our state, to practice partial responsibility, and wear a mask.
0: CDC Director Dr. Robert Redfield has said that if everyone would wear a mask right now, he estimates that in about two months or so, we could, quote, bring this epidemic under control.
3: If all of us would put on a face covering now for the next four weeks to six weeks, I think we could drive this epidemic to the ground in the country. So,
0: As of Wednesday, July fifteenth, 2020, Alabama has 58,225 confirmed cases, with 1,183 confirmed deaths, up 47 from Tuesday, according to the Alabama Department of Public Health. And as of Wednesday, Alabama had 1,353 coronavirus hospitalizations, the highest it has reported so far. I spoke to two people regarding the new mask order, including Robin Hammontree, someone who definitely supports it as many do while case and death numbers continue to spike in Alabama. But there are people who oppose the order in wearing masks in public. One is Jonathan Hunt, a 36-year-old man from Shelby County, Alabama, who chooses not to wear a mask, citing a lack of evidence that wearing a mask will prevent him from catching COVID-19. He also says that he feels a mask order infringes on his civil liberties, and he talks about why he won't wear one in spite of Ivy's announcement. Governor Ivey just issued a state order requiring people to wear masks in public. So you told me you're not a fan of masks. You don't want to wear one. So why don't you want to wear one?
3: Ben, the fundamental thing is that I don't want to wear a mask. It's, It's fundamentally that I don't want to capitulate to a notion, a false notion of safety. You know, there's a quote that's been iterated many times that those who are willing to give up a modicum of of uh, liberty for safety deserve neither and will receive neither, and it's I'm not trying to be an extremist, but it's it's with regard to that because a there's not not solid evidence a that it will uh, prevent anything we've seen time and time again you know you look on the side of the boxes of these masks uh, will not prevent this not for medical use not for this. and I've also seen individuals at the CDC wearing full on Vacuum suits, when they're trying to safeguard from a, from a virus, I just think that it's, it's a dog and pony show, man. I mean, the evidence is lacking, and I'm not to a point yet where I'm willing to capitulate to a demand based on a notion that is lacking in evidence. Okay, but what about
0: this idea that medical experts have obviously been pushing very publicly that wearing a mask will protect other people, particularly more vulnerable Population like the elderly and those with underlying conditions.
3: There seems to be a notion of of this protective power of the mask. The way that medicine works is evidence based, man. You know, I'm not a physician myself, and I'm not trying to act like one or any or, or a healthcare professional whatsoever. But what I do know is the decisions made in healthcare is incumbent upon evidence. Where is the evidence? And you can say, well, this is a pandemic. There's not been time to gather evidence. So I've still not seen a concise uh, experiment, a concise design, data, or otherwise that can show me the amount of reduction of harm that I will get from wearing a mask. Whereas I think that there is more risk from putting a mask on while I'm driving my car and wrecking and dying than there is from a safety aspect of putting a mask on and not getting COVID. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. And just curious. So, again, to, to, just to go back to what we're what we're hearing from medical experts, whether that's via media, from them directly, however they might communicate it. And you, you mentioned that it's based on a notion. So what if we went with the notion, right, where, again, these experts, including the head of the CDC, have suggested or said that if we all wore masks, we could essentially contain coronavirus within about two months does that if that notion was true even without evidence but if if there was you know say we we just tried this is that something that would make a difference in your perspective that if you wore a mask if everybody wore a mask then the pandemic could go away
3: well um again you're asking for for action based on notion not evidence so look I want everybody to be safe. I'm all for the betterment of humanity. COVID is absolutely real. People are absolutely getting sick. It's it's a real thing. And safety is absolutely important. And viruses are spread. And masks do stop the spread of viruses. So masks are helpful in an environment. That's why they're using operating rooms. But I do not think that it is the role of a government to tell an individual that they need to do X, Y, or Z in order to expect uh, a certain outcome, especially based on a notion. So I, I get it. It just seems that it's it's a lot of uh, hearsay as to where you know the nebulous of the data. There, there's no there's no concrete data. Like why are we doing this? We we could be doing this all for naught. You know and. I just think there's a slippery slope of society that exists of these types of notions. Like today, it's a mask. What is it tomorrow? I'm not going to go down that road right now, unless you want to. But that is my position with the mask, because I'm an evidence-based individual. You know, my background's in engineering. I need to see how it works before I commit to something. And if you're telling me that these, this micron, these particles, this recirculation of of O2, you know, there is detriment. To the mask, yet let's look at it from a scientific perspective before we have a mandate, you know. So I think that a lot of this is rushed into it and everybody, this mask has become the moniker of the answer to COVID. And it's it just seems a bit like a scapegoat or something. I mean, it, it's it's kind of ridiculous to me.
0: And so now that there is a statewide order, if you go out in public, are you going to wear a mask? Um.
3: No, no, no. Well, part of the reason is because I have glasses. Anybody who has glasses knows that it's horrible. Also, it's very hot in Alabama, and it's horrible to be recirculating 98-degree Alabama humidity within your face. It's undoable. So to me, it's creature comforts. You know, I'm not willing to do that. The the risk-benefit ratio to me is not at a point now where I need to be masked up every time I go into public, no. Gotcha.
0: And just so I'm fully clear, you believe the virus is real. People are dying. It's it's not a hoax, obviously, but is it mostly a matter of your own liberty that would be challenged if you were required to do something by the government?
3: I think everything comes down to liberty, my friend. Um, yes, it's with regard to liberty is, is, is where a lot of this stuff comes from. Yeah,
0: Jonathan, thank you so much
3: Ben, I appreciate it, man
0: I spoke to Robin Hammontree the spouse of my colleague John Hammontree She works as an instructional designer at the University of Alabama in Tuscaloosa Robin describes herself as a person who is at higher risk during the pandemic and frequently urges people to take necessary precautions to slow the spread including wearing masks to protect vulnerable people She is very anxious about the virus, so much so that she hasn't gone out in public during the pandemic, with very few exceptions. So Robin, you've referred to yourself as someone who is at higher risk. Can you explain what you mean by that?
2: Sure. So I have a nervous system disorder is about the easiest way to explain it. Um, It affects both my breathing, so my lung capacity as well as my heart. But because it's a nervous system disorder, it impacts pretty much every system that I have. So I have also valve insufficiencies that they think I was born with. So uh, a lot of things that make me more susceptible to what we think the risks of COVID are.
0: So how are you living right now? What precautions are you taking to avoid exposure? Do you ever go out in public?
2: I do not. Um so we we have been I think probably about 130 days now. Um we've we've been inside. Um of course I I go outside and I do walk around the neighborhood. Uh I did go to the dentist and they took some extreme precautions. That is the only place other than I went to the tornado shelter in April, back in April when we had a bad tornado that looked like it was going to come through here. Um, But otherwise, I am inside. I'm taking every precaution. Um, I don't see other people. I don't visit family. I'm, I'm sort of at a level 10 in terms of precaution right now.
0: Well, and so I want people to understand where you're coming from in terms of anxiety, because understandably, I'm sure you're worried about contracting coronavirus. So. What is your fear? Like, what what are you afraid might happen if you do?
2: Sure, sure. Um, And I'll say, too, that I also have parents who are elderly, and specifically my dad has both a heart condition and cancer. So I think a lot of my anxiety is also about them. But when I think about it with me, the way that my uh, nervous system disorder works is when I get sick, I get Really, really sick, the last time I had the flu, I thought I was going to die um i my fever got to around hundred and four I couldn't stop shaking uh I've been in situations where I get sick and I need i v fluids and so when I hear about about the symptoms of this virus and these these new things that are coming out where they think it causes blood clotting and it causes it might affect the nervous system. My greatest worry is that I need to be in an ICU or I need to be hospitalized and there isn't space. Um, That would be my greatest anxiety.
0: And so Governor Ivey has issued a statewide mask order. It's middle of July now, and this all started obviously in middle of March 2020. How do you feel about this step from the state government?
2: Yeah, I I think it's late. I also, when I think about the order, I I do have some concerns about how it's going to be enforced. We we are certainly also in a time where we're taking another look at policing and I I worry about potential impacts of that on communities that are already experiencing over-policing. And I wonder, is this going to have impacts that we don't intend? The impact that we intend, of course, is something that I really want, which is that everyone wears a mask. But I think that that needs to be balanced with a lot of disbursement of masks, a lot of availability of free masks. I know Tuscaloosa has done a good job of setting up these masks. And I think that they were a little surprised with how much demand that they saw. They had their first you know, come and get a free mask if you need one, and they ran out um, within the first couple of hours. So as this goes into effect statewide, I'm very glad it's going into effect, but I think that it needs to be balanced with making sure that everyone has access to the masks that they need and that we're not in a situation where we're policing someone who doesn't have access.
0: Yeah, and there are plenty of people who do not want to wear a mask and will not wear one despite the state order. What's your message to anyone who might feel that way?
2: My main message to to those folks is that you might have it and not know it yet. And you might be, in fact, more contagious than you will be once you develop symptoms. So if you're not wearing it because you think that you can't possibly have it. That's not true. Um, and the second thing is that, you know, my my mask protects everyone else and everyone else's mask protects me. And so I would remind those folks that there are people like me who who don't look like they're especially vulnerable. I don't think anything if you looked at me you would see, you know, a thirty one year old woman who seems in good health. But I am particularly vulnerable to this, so I would ask the folks who feel some hesitancy to wear a mask, to think about people like me. I can't stop this on my own. I need everyone else's help to wear the mask as well. And so I would ask them to think about protecting those of us who are more vulnerable and can't protect ourselves.
0: Robin, thank you so much. Absolutely. If you or anyone you know is affected by coronavirus and want to share your story, please email BFlanagan at AL.com. That's B-F-L-A-N-A-G-A-N at AL.com. For all of our coverage on the outbreak and how it continues to impact Alabama, visit AL.com slash coronavirus. If you like the show, please rate it and write a review.
3: Thank you for listening.